Good morning. It is time to get up with major breaking news. They're leaving Las Vegas. Two huge changes just hours after the deadline details off the top. Meanwhile, we did get one train that could kickstart a sagging Super Bowl favorite. We'll take you through all the deadline day winners and losers. Plus, who saw this coming? A Kansas City legend questions Travis. Will Tay-Tay have to write a song about it? We'll get to the bottom of all that and a whole lot more, but we must begin with massive breaking news. Second consecutive day that while you were sleeping, huge news comes. This time from the NFL, the Raiders have fired head coach Josh McDaniels and general manager David Ziegler. They fell to 3-5 and five on Monday night in a bad performance. Jimmy Garoppolo threw for just 126 yards. We know that Devontae Adams was, uh, was, was uh, frustrated with his performance. All right, we're here on Get Up. We have an empty... Listen, hold on. Swagoo, Kmart... The last time we had a coach fired during the season. Oh, boy. I lost Jeff Saturday immediately. Please tell me this is not happening again. I have not seen him. You have not seen him. I have not seen him this morning. Kmart, you're my insider. Have you got anything on this? Wait, wait. Greeny, hold on. Yeah. My sources are telling me that Jeff Saturday is here in the building behind those blue doors. Oh, okay. Oh, thank goodness. He's here, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, thank goodness. Okay. Oh, I thought for a minute that might happen. Okay. All right. All right. We're all well. Oh, that's it. That's the strength. Let me just say this. Yeah, yeah. If I was there, Swagoo, I need you. I'm coming with you. I need you. We're going together. It's going to cost a lot of money. It's going to cost a lot of money, Jeff, but I'll be there. Hey, for both of us. That one scared me to death. Okay. Look, I'm conditioned to think if a coach gets fired, I'm going to lose one of my best people. Jeff was bouncing like a gangster. (laughs) Thank goodness. Okay. Uh -uh. Jeff, you are here. But all kidding aside, and it's far too late for that, you do know what this is like. You've been in that position. You've walked into that building on the day after this kind of mayhem happens during a season. Tell everybody what's going on inside right now. Yeah, listen, a a chaos. And 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 I'll be honest. Listen, I I like AP. He is going to have a weight on him like none other. That's Antonio Pierce, to be clear, who's the the interim head coach. Yeah, I'm sorry. And so, you know, everybody has been put on notice, right? They're losing jobs. When when a head coach gets fired, offensive staffs go, defensive staffs go. They understand what is at stake here. And the intensity and the pressure is just magnified. And so his job is going to go in and keep everybody together. Hey, what can we do as a head coach? What can I do to help you be the best coach to, 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 to get this thing back on the right track? That's all he's trying to do is keep everybody in-house. Don't have any splintering. Bring it all in. Now, he has an advantage of, of where he is than where I was because he knows the coaches in the building, right? He understands who he wants to put in what positions, how, how he can help his staff get back to where they need to get to. Um, but make no mistake, man, the next – Eight, nine, ten weeks, however long he's going to be there. Not going to be any sleeping for Antonio Pierce. Here's what I want to ask. Antonio Pierce is one thing. I think most people are wondering how Devontae Adams is feeling as he wakes up this morning. He's made it pretty clear the last few weeks he didn't want to be there. They didn't trade him. The quotes coming out of there were, no way in hell we're going to trade him. And then the day of the trade deadline, they fire his coach. It, it, it is one of those situations where the grass ain't greener. Yeah. Like, like, right? Like, but, but here's the thing, too. Like, let's remember, let's have context around this story. The unknowns in Green Bay is the reason Devontae, right. a big reason why Devontae left. I hate hearing people talk about where he left Aaron Rodgers. He didn't know if Aaron Rodgers right. was coming back. That's right. right. So I got to make a decision based on what I'm going to do. The second thing is this. When you get to Vegas, one, you're there with Derek Carr, a guy that just signed an extension. You think at least you'll have him for three years. 
right. into that contract, right. right? So he goes. And now Josh McDaniel goes. But I'm going to be honest with y'all. I don't think he's too mad about that. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't think he's too mad about that. Like, that, that's – look, I've been on Monday night with Vegas twice. We've been to Countdown. Yeah. We went to Vegas, and we were just with them in Detroit. First of all, the level of respect that th- these coaches and players have for Antonio Pierce, mm. it's, it's up there now. Yeah. It's, it's a high level. They respect him for what he did as a player. They respect him for what type of coach he is. And, and to a man, the player, truth. AP always give us the truth. He's always honest. The second thing is this, man. When you think about this job in Vegas, it's been turmoil now. Absolutely. It's, it has been a – a ship that's been rocky for a while. Yeah. And they thought they had it sorted with John Gruden, and obviously that situation took place. Mark Davis probably has the most important hire of his tenure as an owner with the Las Vegas Raiders. There needs to be a lot of time and thought and a lot of weight put into whoever this next that guy is. That might be why we do it now, right? So you have Antonio Pierce as a stopgap right now. You take your time to really survey the landscape yeah. because what Mark uh, – what um, – what they haven't been able to do in Vegas is actually get it right. You mentioned John Gruden yeah. and obviously Josh McDaniels. Going back to Devontae, he went over there for stability. You mentioned Derek Carr, thinking this is a situation where I can be, I know who the quarterback is, right. this is good. Now, you, you, you almost feel like I've never played, but I would think everybody is looking around like, all right, we got eight, nine weeks. Yep. I'm in it for me. Yeah. You know, what can I get out of the situation and how do 100%. I leave? Now, whoever the new front office is, I don't know if Champ Kelly, who's their interim GM, and Antonio Pierce will be the answers long term. But you wonder if next offseason, does this rebuild allow Devontae Adams to break free? Yeah. And that's the question. If I'm Devontae Adams, I want to go elsewhere. <laughs> because what you signed up for is not in owner. Vegas anymore. If you're the owner. You're not but, letting uh, Yeah, you ain't letting No way in hell is Chef yeah, reported. Right. Let me say this about the Josh McDaniel situation as well. Because they've had 12 coaches, I think, in 15 yeah. years. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, it's ridiculous, right? And everybody thinks that, you know, when a coach gets fired, hey, it knew whatever, right? But obviously this has not worked for the Raiders. The issue for Josh McDaniels was that as he comes in, you look at Dan Campbell. Dan Campbell was, I think, 0-14-1. In his first 15 games, right? And the the Lions ownership was sticking with him. Everybody made fun of him. Media mocked him. He's an ankle biter, right? Knee biter, whatever it is, right? They're all, oh, he's got, but let me tell you something. He had an identity that he was going to put this team on a course, and this was what was going to go. The issue I saw for Josh McDaniels, and whether you think it's fair or unfair, was the identity wasn't there. You didn't really know what you were going to get. You thought it was going to be Derek Carr and, and, and Devontae Adams, Josh Jiggins, right? There's going to be this, and then the defense was going to hold their side. But the problem was they never got on track with that. So did, you, did I think they were going to be a, a, a great team this year? I did not think that. But the issue for him was the identity didn't form quickly enough. Mm-hmm. That's why Mark Davis moved on. Listen, I, you don't know if you're right or wrong. There's yet. a few things that just need to be said here before we move on. The first is that there's a lesson to be taken from this. Never go to the Raiders if you're looking for stability. <laughs> That's a terrible idea. The second thing that needs to be said is, and you just touched on it, if you think that he, he has an important hire, well, he's had a lot of practice doing it. Mm-hmm. Since his father died in 2011, this is now the eighth different person 
person who will be coaching this team in 12 years. They've had eight different head coaches. Let's face it, Mark Davis has turned the Raiders into a laughingstock and a circus. And when they finally accidentally got it right a couple of years ago with Rich Bisaccia, who dragged them through that terrible situation with Gruden and Henry Ruggs and everything else that happened, he took them to the playoffs. Derek Carr loved him. Players loved him. Mark Davis couldn't get rid of him fast enough and bring in Josh McDaniels, who everyone in the world could see wasn't going to work with Derek Carr. So the, the lesson to be taken from all this is some organizations just can't get it right because the person who cannot be replaced doesn't oh, know what they're doing. And, and, Gene, you are absolutely right. But here's the thing, man. Like, at some point, we, we have to believe that these lessons over time, especially in a situation where now you're paying two coaches yeah. that don't coach for you, right. somebody hopefully intervenes and says, Mark, hold on. <laughs> like, yeah. take a beat. One of these right. rich billionaire friends he got, Tom Brady, part owner, somebody steps in and be like, look, man, let's let's take our time, evaluate this landscape, and figure out what we're going to do. I think the I think the Las Vegas Raiders. The most important thing is what Jeff said. They have to find a coach that's going to bring an identity. Yes. And then to your point, stick with them, even through and some hardship. Ride it out. And here's the thing with Josh McDaniels, man. Like, since we calling people out, there was no relatability yeah. in this locker room. Right. I know a lot of players in the NFL. Yeah. I don't ever bring it up when I'm on shows. When I'm with you, do I, talk, do I tell you how yeah. many dudes I talk to? Never. I know a lot of them. Yeah. I talk to a lot of them in these locker right. rooms. I'm telling you right now. It was a tone-deaf sentiment mm-hmm. in Las Vegas, in the Las Vegas Raiders organization when it came to what their head coach was saying. You are not Bill Belichick, bro. Mm-hmm. And that's what happens to all of his assistants. Yeah. You can't, this is a different generation of players. It's a different league. These guys expect more earlier in their careers. All of this stuff about, well, we're going to do it this way and we're not going to make any changes and I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to conform. I'm not going to change the way I do things. Okay. All right, right. Good luck to you. Good luck to you. You got to – Jeff, you've been in yeah. this situation. You got to have some standards and some foundations in football. That's a that's a given. But when it comes to relatability with yeah. players, yes. it's probably the most important thing it is. when it comes to As a head, head coach. coaching job. Yeah. And, and, and the problem for the – what happens with guys like Josh McDaniels and everybody who's had Hall of Fame, Tom Brady, right, like being with Tom Brady, the leadership he provided – it covers all kinds of coaching ales, yep. right? But but the issue is when you get there, they would morph. Like the the, the New England Patriots would morph all, offensively and defensively. If it needed to be a run game, it's going to be a run game. Passing, but because Tom Brady could do that, not every quarterback can do that, y'all. Like like Derek Carr, Jimmy Garoppolo, like whatever it is. There, I know of three, right? Like and now you add Mahomes to it, but he can do whatever. But most can't do it that way. You have to have a plan in place, this is what we're going to go do. And you saw, again, I go back to D- Dan Campbell. Everybody thought, oh, Stafford leaves. There's no way golf can do this. Guess what, man? He rode with golf. He built the team around him, yep. and now they are, they are excelling. But it took time, and that's what's going to happen with the Raiders. Give them time, whoever the next guy is. Well, and one of the things that people are going to do, and we're going to start connecting dots here, and to be clear, I'm, I'm going to have Heather and Paul on a little later. I don't know anything about anything. But people are going to look at the situation that's going. going on in Michigan where the NCAA right. is going after Jim Harbaugh and someone in sunglasses on the opposing team's sideline. I don't know what the <laughs> hell is happening <laughs> in all of that. It's a mess. But someone's going to look at that and they're yeah. going to say like Jim it. Harbaugh to Vegas makes a lot of sense. I understand the sentiment. 
But if you're in that locker room, I know I would think if I see Jim Harbaugh coming through the door, it's like, oh, he just is seeking refuge in the NFL because of all this stuff that's happening. Yes, he has had success in the NFL before, but as we've said, the NFL changes, the players change, the game changes, and you have to adapt with it. I would love to see the Raiders expand their search a little bit wider. You know what I'd be thinking if Jim Harbaugh walks in the door of that team? I'm thinking, oh, he's the best quarterback we have. <laughs> even, oh. even now. I, mean, I, 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 I hate to say it. Someone's got to say it. Dang. It needs to be a lot said. of problems. You, first of all, you let the better quarterback walk out of the door. Yeah. That's number one. That was yeah. the first issue. You didn't yeah. let him walk out the door. You threw That's him out. Saying, you, you threw him, him out, out the door. door. We sit there at the Pro Bowl, and I'm looking at this roster. I'm talking to, Dick. I'm talking to D.C. Yeah. at the Pro Bowl. Interviewed him. He didn't want to really get into Derek it because Carr, he still yeah. was having respect. Right. For, for the organization. But I, I had an off-line conversation with him. And this was, who the hell they going to get? Yeah. Right? That's better than me. Yeah. Now, I ain't no quarterback going to come on TV and say that. Right, right, right. right? But when you go from Derek Carter, Jimmy Garoppolo, and let's not forget what you said about Basaccia. Derek Carr led them through a lot of that, yep. too. Correct. He was the unquestioned leader yes. in that locker room. Yes. He had a lot to do with why a lot of guys wanted to be there and yep. play there. So it's been a Devontae big Adams being one. Exactly, right? Being <laughs> right. one. I, I got to go to a break. I have so many things I, I need yeah. to – I, I, I had to do that because that that team, that is so, there's so much history, so much pride oh. – in that organization, right. to see it taken to this point is sad. It's right. Uh, let me give you the Rangers last night. Uh, World Series, game Get four, game it's... of the night, Arizona. Let's do it. Rangers without Adolis Garcia or Max Scherzer now for the rest of the series due to injury. But you know who they've got? They've got Marcus Simeon. Top of two, Rangers up one nothing already. And there it goes deep in the corner. We're going to get an outfield. That's Coriel Jr. is going to stumble going for the ball. So two runs will score. Simeon in with a triple. Texas up 3 nothing. And the next batter is Corey Seager. How Bing. has that guy been? The another no-doubter. That one's 431 Good feet. Great. He's the first shortstop ever with three home runs in a World Series. By the way, all with two outs. Texas up 5-0. That's correct. It all came with two outs. Top of three, same score. Bases juice for Travis Jankowski. He's stepping in for Garcia for the remainder of this series. We got trouble in the outfield. We got two more runs score. Jankowski safe for the double. The lead is 7 nothing, and then Simeon is going to put it away. Oh, ah. Three-run shot. Say goodnight. Rangers would go on to win it 11-7. to They were up 3-1 now. They're a win away from their first ever World Series championship. They continue to have one of the most impressive showings ever. They're 10-0 on the road. Longest win streak in postseason history. They can clinch their first World Series tonight if they win one more on the road. Coming up, a legendary chief with scathing criticism of Travis and his trip to the World Series. Is it all an unnecessary distraction? Plus, a fantastic finish in the NBA last night. Wemby, KD, game of the year so far. Don't miss it next. Get up on ESPN. Shopping for Mother's Day is usually a challenge because you wait until the last minute. But Macy's Gift Finder makes it incredibly fast and easy to find the right gift just in time for Mother's Day. Whether you're shopping for your sister's first Mother's Day or your fashionista mom who loves to make a statement, Macy's Gift Finder has so many great gift ideas that you can easily pick out something special to celebrate them both. You can shop by price, anywhere from 25 bucks and under to 100 bucks and under. You can also sort by category like fragrance, handbags, and more, or gift lists like for the mom who has everything, pre-wrapped gifts or gifts for grandma. 
Find top brands like Studio Pro Model Beats headphones, Polaroid cameras, and Samsung smart TVs. So what are you waiting for? Mother's Day is May 12th. It'll be here before you know it. Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. Head to Macy's.com slash gift finder today. That's Macy's.com slash gift finder. Delicious, meat nutritious, and the snack that packs a real protein punch. Wonderful pistachios, one of the highest protein nuts out there. Each one-ounce serving has 6 grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. Wonderful pistachios also come in a variety of flavors and sizes, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. And you're on the go a lot, taking the kids to school, hopping from meeting to meeting, shopping for groceries. Well, the good news is, not only are wonderful pistachios a complete protein, providing all nine essential amino acids, they're also great for all your adventures. So whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut, or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. We are back on Get Up. Hey, Marcus Spears, did you see Victor Wembanyama oh, and Kevin Durant going last night? What a game. Early candidate for game of the year. That's Slender Man. That's Victor Wembanyama. That's quite a custom. But how about Durant going right at him and over the big fella? I just don't – he don't want people to forget. I'm the original tall assassin in the NBA. And, and I'm the guy that's the top 75 ever. I love it. Devin love Booker it. and Bradley Beal not playing because it's been a long year. Uh, 22 oh. seconds left in the second. That's Durant with a finish ensuing Spurs possession. Oh, look at the big bag. Throws it down with a poster. Yeah, yeah. Take a look, Mark. I like Wimby, too. Wimby got an attitude. I didn't know that about him. I didn't know he had a little dog in him. I like that about him. He had 18 points, four blocks. Now a crazy finish. Sun's up three late. This is Durant. He had 26. But here's how this thing finishes. Spurs inbound. 50 seconds left in the game. Wimbanyama knocks down a mid-range. They're down by three. And then listen. Vassell's going to have to go on his own. Three-pointer. No good. Wimbanyama! It's a one-point game. 6.8 to go. You might want to call a timeout to advance it. Oh, Johnson takes it from him. Johnson hangs. Yes! And the Spurs have the lead. What did I just witness here? Brian Anderson, Reggie Miller, the call on TNT Swagoo. How about it? Gee, I got a 14-year-old son that's really good in basketball. You never put the ball in the corner of the basketball court on an inbounds when you know you're getting trapped. I don't know. This the NBA. <laughs> Durant had that last chance. To that was win a it. good look for Durant. It was, but it doesn't go. The Spurs, that was the only time they led the entire night. Mm. And look at it that comes fire. With a look at that fire. Win. And Wimby gets the win. Tonight's huge NBA doubleheader will start 7.30 Eastern. Thunder taking on Zion and the Pelicans. Then you'll get Russ and Kawhi and Paul George and maybe James Harden as the Clippers take on LeBron and the Lakers coverage starts. NBA countdown, 7 Eastern on ESPN and the app. All right, to football. Fascinating story. Now, you may have seen this. Travis Kelsey was at game one of the World Series on Friday night. That game was played in Arlington, Texas. Two days later, the Chiefs were blown out in Denver, and Kelsey did not have a good game. Their entire offense didn't have a good game. All of this did not sit well with legendary Chiefs kicker Nick Lowry, who posted on Facebook, I'm just going to say this once. I adore my Chiefs. I love Patrick. I love Travis. And it's been fun witnessing the Taylor factor as long as it's not a distraction. However, 
when I saw Travis watching the World Series in Texas on a Friday night before a road game, do I have to finish the sentence? We don't know what time he got home on Friday night, but it's a distraction and it's not a good message to the rest of the team. Uh, okay, I, I have a feeling I'm not getting a lot. Yet. I'm, not, I'm not getting a lot of support for his position here. My man Nick is high. Hi. <laughs> he's high. He's Come on, man. Come on. We're, we're okay with it. First of all, as Mount Everest. Yeah, he's a tight end, right? That's first off. So like, he knows his gig. He's pretty good at it. Go go in the Hall of Fame to go do it. Uh, if you were talking about Rob Gronkowski on a Friday night, would it cause any concern? This dude went to a baseball game. By the way, he had, I'm, I'm sure he can afford Robert or Taylor did. got him that jet Robert to go did. there and back. <laughs> so all, all was fine. He was probably in bed by one. Most NFL players on a Friday night are not in bed by one. I'm just going to let you all know, not a ton of choir boys in the NFL, especially early in their career. When you talk about Travis Kelsey and what this guy has accomplished, it, it, I mean, come on. It just... You earn the right to go out on Friday. You do. If you him. Like, if you are first him. First of all, who the hell is Lowry? I don't know. He's a kicker. He's okay. a great kicker. Did he Did he win the Super Bowl? He's in the Chiefs Hall of Fame. That's great. Okay. He did not win the Super Bowl. All right. All right. <laughs> uh, Travis Kelsey going to be when in the When they won NFL the Super Bowl, their kicker was Jan Stenerud. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Great. Uh, we've we've not heard Kelsey from him on this. We ain't yeah. getting a blast. <laughs> we ain't getting a blast. something Okay. All right. But this is much to do about nothing. I was in Dallas when Tony Romo went to Mexico. Cabo, yeah. Cabo. Bro, what, what are we supposed to do? That's that's what I was asking. What are we suppo- are so we supposed to sit in a dark sit- room, watch film, do nothing, yeah. just live, sleep, like, eat, breathe, I mean, and do nothing get else? Get out of here, dude. The dude is, he's arguably the best tight end ever. Right. Not not now. Right. Ever. To I play think the, the bigger game. problem was Taylor is in Argentina. That, that the <laughs> biggest problem, and we showed it. I mean, put it up on. We listen, did that research. You know, Bruh. like Greenies clearly showed. This is what happened. If Taylor is in attendance, we're balling right now. The kryptonite is she's in Argentina. Can we get that plane to go back and forth? I mean, Greenie, put this thing together. Well, first You're of all, you got it. I, I'll do everything I can. I got my friendship bracelet going on. I want to know what the surprise <laughs> song is tonight in Buenos Aires. Listen to me. Tay Tay is worth ten Tay-Tay. points. A game? Tay-Tay. Tay-Tay. Ten points a game. Mm -hmm. Is it all a distraction? All kidding aside, Travis Kelsey and his obvious desire to be a significant celebrity at a reality show, all that kind of stuff. Clearly, it has not kept him from being, as Marcus says, one of the greatest tight ends that ever lived. Is any of this a distraction? No, because his career has shown you that he takes care of business. Like, yes, they had a bad game, but it wasn't like Kelsey was the only bad issue for this Chiefs offense. I think some, some players... They're all supposed to be treated fairly, but not the same. Like, Travis Kelsey is not one of what. He's just different. He's a different dude, and he should be afforded different privileges. Okay, listen, man. He didn't catch for 150 and two touchdowns. Right. Right. Somebody cry. Okay, (laughs) last week he did, and I get all of this Taylor Swift stuff. I, I remember talking about Travis Kelsey before we knew him and Taylor Swift. Yes. Right. Actually, he was winning Super Bowls yeah, right. before him and Taylor Swift started good. Okay, so let's let's pump the brakes. The man living. He's yeah. he's actually living. And yeah. a lot of people going to get mad about that, but the hell with him because I feel him. I'm <laughs> yeah. the same way. Hey, man, live your life, he's man. A, he's afforded it, right? He's like, afforded he's it. Good yeah, you earn the right. Go do that. Not everybody can go you do that. You earn the right to do and, it. And, and by the way, if the other guys catch the ball on the team, yes. it, it would probably help. It help a lot. probably two Kelsey said. That's the problem yeah. right there, right now. Five we got to get, we gotta get JT back from Buenos Aires as quick as we can. Coming up, game of the year in the NFL is on the schedule. Jalen and the Eagles, Dak and the Cowboys. Is it a must win? We dive into all of that in a moment. Plus, the first college football playoff rankings are out. 
Heather and Paul will tell you the one top four team that absolutely cannot lose the rest of the way next. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We're back on Get Up. Bottom of the hour if you're just waking up. Again, breaking news while you were sleeping last night. The Las Vegas Raiders have fired their head coach, Josh McDaniels, and their general manager, David Ziegler. This came while you were sleeping last night. Antonio Pierce has been named the team's interim head coach. We will have much more on this as we go today. In the meantime, let's do Factor Fiction. This one, all looking ahead to the Cowboys-Eagles showdown. Swagoo, if I said Dak Prescott's having the best season of his career, is that Factor Fiction? That's a fiction. Listen, I think <laughs> Dak, back when, when he first got into the league, and he was a phenomenal athlete using his legs, mm. and there was Zeke Elliott. This team was a more run-heavy uh, team. He was more accurate. Dak is a really good quarterback, man. Like, don't get it twisted, but this is not uh, his best year. He's playing well, though. Kmart, let's talk yes. about A.J. Brown. If I said he should be in the MVP conversation, is that fact or fiction? You know what, Greeny? The answer is fact. This yeah. man has six straight games of at least 125 Ooh. receiving yards. That is the longest streak in NFL history. At this point, all the Eagles, if they're in trouble on offense, all they got to say, Jalen just has to say is, screw it. 
AJ's down there somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Let me just let it go. Yeah. And Rex said it the other day. It's not a 50-50 ball if he's on the other side of it. Uh, Jeff, if I said an Eagles win Sunday ends the race in the NFC East, is that factor fiction? That's fiction. Look, they're going to play Dallas again. I mean, you're talking about a team. It's not like the Eagles are just running away with everybody. They've had a great season so far, but they are they do have some vulnerabilities. It's a big game, but they got to play it again. Long, a lot of season left. Y'all. Yeah. We're halfway through. A lot left. Yeah, I have no question about it, but this one does feel like it it's has huge. a little extra juice, and I want you to hear what Jerry Jones had to say about it on the radio yesterday. What you talking about, Jerry? This is serious that we're dealing with up here. Sunday, man. Uh, we've got to really uh, have our game face on, and Philadelphia is a tough place to uh, uh, get your momentum going. Jerry, his own bleep. Jerry. I like that very much. But hold on. I got my notes right here. Kmart, what does it say next to your name? Kmart says this is a must win for the Cowboys. Mm. Tell me why. Because Jerry just said this is some serious stuff, guys. Because <laughs> um, think about it. When we look at the Cowboys, it's really about these matchups against the good teams and the extremely good teams in the NFC. The 49ers. We saw how they fared against the 49ers. The Eagles in their own division. The Seahawks, the Lions. Like, that is really what it's about. It's about can the Cowboys be the best team in the NFC? Can they get to the NFC title game? Can they get to a Super Bowl? That's how we're going to be looking at this team. And it starts in their own division. The Eagles, this is a division. We've talked about it. There's been no repeat winner in this division in 20 years. As long as I've been alive. <laughs> so so uh, the door is completely open for the Cowboys. But in these moments, Marcus, Marcus always talks about the moments. Dak and this offense have to show up, and they have an opportunity. My beloved former Cowboy, is it a must-win for Dallas? It is. It is. There, there are certain wins. Jeff, you know, oh, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. It's a lot of season left, but the yeah. psychological part of it, bro, you don't think that there was a that there was a pulse after that 49ers game of doubt, mm-hmm. the way they got dominated and what they thought they were. You can't have that again. Like, these are the teams you're going to have to see. We're not, we're not talking about Dallas in the context of winning some regular season games. Right. I said it before the season started. I was like, Dallas going to get in the playoffs. Yeah. They're going to have success during the season. They probably win 11, 12 games this year and have success going down the road. But th- this is about this team believing that they have enough to compete with the guys that are going to be at the top. And when I say enough, like, who do you think Dallas roster – is as good as the Philadelphia Eagles? No. If you lose to the Eagles by 20, and you just got blasted by the 49ers playing that playing against that team, yeah. you got more games down the road against some really good teams. It's the psychological part for me that makes it a must win. Will they have another shot? Yeah, they play them twice. Right, yeah. Will they have another shot in the playoffs? Potentially. The psychological part, though, I think is a big deal for the Dallas Cowboys players. Maybe not this organization or the media or the fans, but the players themselves, they got to be able to go toe-to-toe with Philly. You know what I found funny? When Jerry Jones said uh, earlier, I don't want to poke the bear. Let's not, let's not poke the bear. Yeah. That, on, that, that. And the idea that Dak is like, pour some honey on me. He's pouring honey. Let's yeah. go. He's pouring honey like, on himself in a fight with a bear. This is, this is Jeffrey. Talk to is, me, Jack. You, you, you got a business guy talking about don't poke the bear. That, that, ain't, that ain't how we think about it. Poke the bear, bro. We're, gonna go, we're about we're to go, go get play. this fight for 60 minutes, bro. It's on. Poke the bear. Smack the bear. You know, whatever you got to do to the bear, let's get this thing on. Like, Dak, like, like the, the, the football players 
of the Dallas Cowboys ain't scared of the Eagles. Yeah. I'm just letting you know. They ain't afraid of it. They beat them. They beat them last. Like, they're not afraid of what this team can do. They're not like, oh, man, mentally we got this edge or whatever. I thought San Fran had a clearly better roster. I said it the week they played. I think the Cowboys match up better with the Eagles than they did the 49ers. When you look at the Eagles, they, their ratio is like 16 touchdowns to four interceptions, which is like bottom in the league right now. Dak and CD have to go play well. The, the, the Cowboys can't line up and go be more physical than the Eagles. I'm going to let you know on both sides of the line of scrimmage. But if they can run the ball enough, if they can slow it down, and if Dak and CD play to the level they can play to, they could go beat the Eagles. I did not feel that way when they played the 49ers the first time. I, listen, Jeff, I'm with you, bro. And the line of scrimmage has been the problem, though. For sure. That's been the Especially problem the in game. this matchup, man. Like, yeah. So, so a, lot of, a lot of what we do during the week as players is we try to figure out, okay, where are our advantages and how do we how do we like eliminate these weaknesses or mask them? Yeah. Well, when you playing against Philly, if you Dallas over the past couple of years, that weakness can't be hidden. Right. Like it's going to be at the line of scrimmage. This offensive line has had their way yeah. against the Dallas Cowboys. That's why for me, yeah. the psychological part comes it's into play. And we know play. when you can't run the football against this team, yeah, what's eventually going to happen. Right. By the way, this is not my area of expertise, but before I run off to college football, does anyone else feel like we're interrupting Jeff from a hunting trip as we <laughs> <laughs> He's got the plaid like shirt. Right? Patagonia. Don't get me. Ready to rock. Yeah, I like Page it. 57 out of whatever manual. Jeff, you should <laughs> Next time, next time you let me know. Because right, yeah. I'm going to come just like that. I'm in. We could have been stepbrothers today. I like the look. He looks like he should be in a duck blind yeah. somewhere right now. Uh, Eddie Bauer magazine. <laughs> High-end high duck All right. High end. Much more in the NFL. But last night was the biggest night of the college football season so far. Here we go. For the first time this season, the playoff committee released their rankings. And at the top, you see Ohio State followed by Georgia, Michigan, and Florida State. Washington, Oregon, the first two on the outside looking in. Alabama sitting at number eight after that early season loss. So let's decipher all of this now. Here they are, Sir Paul and Heather, here to break it all down. So, Paul, I'll start with you. What was your initial reaction when you first saw them pop up on the screen? What was the first thought that went through your mind? That this committee valued Ohio State's schedule. Greeny, it's what we're talking about here is a win at Notre Dame and a win against Penn State. They're both highly regarded. Other than that, you can't do you can't judge it on an eye test because Ohio State has, has at times not looked all that great. Or I think Georgia in recent weeks has looked a lot better. I think they ignored Michigan, putting them higher for a lot of reasons, which we'll get to in a minute. But the biggest reason is Michigan's schedule has been pathetic. Yeah, Michigan's strength of schedule is 111th in the country uh, so far. Again, they will get their shot at Penn State and they will get their shot at Ohio State and all of that at that point will be irrelevant. How about you, Heather? And I will remind everybody, no one knows more about these rankings, this committee and the way the process works than Heather. So I'm leaning forward in my seat. What should we take out of yesterday? Two things, Greeny. One, the SEC is just fine. After a somewhat of a sluggish start, three teams in the top 10 more than any other Power Five conference. The second thing I would take away is that Florida State at number four might be under some pressure to finish as an undefeated ACC champ. And I say that because the only other ACC team ranked in the top 25 is Louisville, and they don't play during the regular season. They can obviously meet in the ACC championship game. But while Florida State's end of season schedule includes Pitt, Miami, North Alabama, and Florida, 
teams that are combined 17 and 15, you have teams like Georgia that are going to play three straight ranked opponents and can impress the committee and move up to that top spot. I think Florida has very little, Florida State has very little margin for error. Yeah, Washington has a bunch of ranked teams to play again. And Pac-12 going out with a bang here in their last uh, time. Okay, now I need you guys to help me. I have read everything I can read about this story, and I still can't make sense of it. That guy is allegedly Michigan staffer Connor Stallions. What we have learned is that Central Michigan is investigating these photos that seem to show this man who resembles Connor Stallions, who was at the center of the NCAA sign-stealing investigation, standing on the sideline of Central Michigan's September 1st game against Michigan State with their coaches and in their gear. Now, Michigan subsequently played Michigan State a few weeks after this and beat them 49 to nothing. Michigan State apparently is aware of the picture and discussing next steps. So we're looking at a picture of a guy in sunglasses during a night game wearing Central Michigan uniform or, 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 or you know, gear, and no one knows whether that was him on the sideline or not. Heather, help me. I can't make sense of this story. Well, Greeny, <laughs> I don't know that anyone can exactly make sense of it right now, except this you know, Halloween might have been a, a great time for the disguise to pop out, that story. But other than that, I can tell you that the selection committee, when evaluating Michigan yesterday in the room, and remember, Ward Manuel, Michigan athletic director, is in that room. Boo Corrigan, the committee chair, said that this is an NCAA issue, not a CFP issue. The other thing is that the Big Ten has not initiated an investigation into this. The conference absolutely can. That is up to Commissioner Tony Petiti. He has not done that yet. But I will tell you that it might be wise of them, and it certainly wouldn't surprise me, because when it comes to the NCAA investigations, I looked this up. The fastest track, on average, is 368 days for a resolution to a case. The longest is 921 days. And I'm guessing Paul will say that Jim Harbaugh will be in the NFL long before that is resolved by the NCAA. So the Big Ten yeah, might be the best bet for a fast answer. Paul, no story has ever been more right up your alley, I think, than this one is. What, what, what do you think of all this? Let me, let me address the court for just a second, Greedy. Uh, two weeks ago, I sat here with you and made the biggest mistake of my professional career. I gave Jim Harbaugh the benefit of the doubt. Never again. I thought it was too early to come down on him. It's not, it's not too early anymore. It's actually getting very late for him. I mean, this is a disgusting story with every revelation, which happens every single day of the week. And the fact that the Big Ten has not done anything yet is inexcusable. Uh, that's the only mechanism to stop this train. And quite frankly, a lot of people think it should be stopped. It's up to Tony Petiti, the new Big Ten commissioner, to step in. They have the, they're the only people with jurisdiction. The NCAA can be looking at this for the rest of our lives. And as far as whether Jim Harbaugh goes to the NFL, that's really up to NFL franchises, whether or not they want to get in business with this guy right now. Uh, so, so uh, okay, uh, stay there. I'm coming back to them. I'm out of time here, but I'm Paul, don't go anywhere. I'm coming back to you later in the show because I have so many more questions about <laughs> this. This story absolutely fascinates me. In the meantime, as we continue here, we've got Aaron Rodgers. 
He's talking. The Jets are talking. The Jets general manager is talking. All of this has me very, very excited. We will see exactly why coming up. But first, Jeff is going to be serving up some pancakes. Give us a little appetizer. Give us a crepe. Oh, we just saw a little uh, la crepe right here. You see it. Check him out. Hutchinson. No, no, get some, little man. Oh, he gave it to him. Hey, he thought he was going to hit the spin move on the tackle. No, no, no. La crepe. Delivered. Let's oh. put it right there. Bang, bang. That's my man Fox. Where you at, my boy? Bang. Let's we'll get it. Be right back. are back on Get Up. Aaron Rodgers taking yet another step forward, literally and figuratively, in his recovery from a torn Achilles. Back on that field, throwing the ball around on Sunday, some dropping pop, back. He's got some hop. Still no timetable to be clear, but listen to the things that got said yesterday. Uh-oh. I was walking on crutches, uh, you know, with about a month ago. Now I'm able to take some drawbacks, put legitimate weight onto it transfer my weight, get onto my front foot, um, you know, do uh, really high percentage body weight walking and, and calf raises, and um, we're just progressing. So it's, it's, it's really good. There's still a long way to go, and a lot of things have to happen. We obviously have to be, um, you know, still alive. I'm not a doctor, so I can't go into the, the specifics on the rehab, but, um, yeah, I mean, we're, we're, we're expecting Aaron to be back. We're expecting him to be back. Do you mean this year? Uh, with the team, with the team. Uh, I have no timeline on, again, I'm not an expert, I'm not a doctor. I have no, no timeline to give you guys on, on him coming back. Don't do that to me, Joe. Don't do that. Don't do that. When he said we are we're expecting Aaron back, so help me, I lost it. I mean, I, I was. Uh, he, he did he the, just? Uh, we're going back. He had the jersey out, bro. Smash the glass. It. He had I smashed. Would, he, he was putting it on. He, he was really trying to put the jersey on, and he was like, the, the, you know, back with the team. And right. then and he then said, he, yeah, yeah, he just pull folded it, it back up. Pull it back off. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, that's, that's, uh, Lillian. Is the big one. Okay, so <laughs> talk to me. Boy, gee, what? You got to stop living on the edge. <laughs> no, no, no. You're living on the edge. This whole season. Talk to this you. Whole what, what you? Sorry, I'm pulling myself over to you. I, I can't. You're like a nice anchor that I can. You are. All right, talk to me here. What do we think? They're expecting him back. Uh, first of all, that's phenomenal. Phenomenal. That, that Aaron Rodgers phenomenal. is doing what he's doing, bro. This is that. It's unreal. We, what we, a month and a half, two months removed? Like seven, yeah. Yes. From, I mean, it was September 11th. So that's great. That's great. Yeah. It's different when people running after you, though. Right. I keep bringing you back to reality, right? Like, I love the fact that he's putting weight. This recovery has been phenomenal. I have never seen anybody, honestly, from an Achilles be able to do that this fast. Problem is, G, that when this game is going fast, <laughs> you're doing a whole lot of different things when, on your feet. When you have GD's not when listening you, to anything okay. you're saying oh, right I, now. It's okay. I'm you should be right. optimistic. You're about, the, you're about the size of Aaron Rodgers. That, Just pull up, pull up next yeah. to him again. Those are the dudes chasing you, bro. Those are the dudes chasing you right again. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pull up that's, again. That's, yeah. What, now, that's now, what Aaron has to see. Now, when you're running away from me, how much pressure do you think you put on? Okay. That's a good point. But bear in mind, he's not human. He's Aaron. I'm just me. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. Good point. I, 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 you can't get – listen, when we're comparing anyone to me, we're setting the bar much too low. Okay. Come on. Talk to me, Kmart. What? Yes, he's coming back. Is he playing? Just to tell me. I, I hope he's not. Um, 
No, here's the thing. They have said what he can we just applaud the man for what he's been able to do to this point? It is phenomenal. And not make it bigger. I think whenever you, uh, someone comes out with an illness or has an injury, positive thinking is very key to their recovery too. Rogers has said, I don't put any time limits or, or, or uh, restrictions on what I'm able to do. And so far, he's defied expectations. But there is a difference between him being able to do a couple dropbacks pregame and throw the ball and running around. Throw me the rope. I'll pull you. Come, Go. Throw me, throw me <laughs> Go the rope. I'm with you. Gee, I'm with you. Don't, I'm with you. Hey, come see, on. This yeah. is, come on. This is what we do. I'm going to bring you in. Tell bring me. you to the good side. We're going to jump happening? hunting. We're going to get the whole thing going. Yeah. This is where we are right now. <laughs> Cam Akers was a running back, Ugh. which requires much more Achilles, you know, going back and forth. Torque. Eight months, right? Eight months, something like that. Nine months. How old is Cam he Akers? Play, he has played 20 years. And hey, listen, don't, don't, don't put the age on him. I don't know what I don't know what's going on, but this man will not have to have nearly that type of recovery to be able to spin that ball. I'm just letting y'all know. Can he avoid? Can he do? I'm here for you, dog. December 24th I'm against the Commanders. December 24th. Christmas Eve. That's my Christmas gift. That's all I want under the tree. That's right. Christmas Eve against the Commanders. No hey. All right. TV, and right now, baby. let's get breakfast. Come on. Let's get the this. pancakes. Let's, let's go. get this. Pancakes More. is one of our favorite things. So let me show you how we're going to get this thing started. Right. Oh, we're back, baby. Bam, bam, bam. Got to eat them up. That's how we start this off. Let's go. <laughs> it's a thing of beauty. Stop us. Fox just pancakes on We are back! Can we do one more pick? Oh! <laughs> it's everybody's favorite oh, yeah. time of the week. All right, hold up. Before, pancakes. before we get started. Yeah. One for your boy. Uh, oh, one out for my boy. Fox. And this for you. We miss you. That's we for you, Fox. We miss That's you, my you. man. That's for you. Let's go. Here we go. Let's go. Hey, now we're getting into the action right here. Hey, Bryce Drummond, well, here we come. Leading up in there. Get some, drive him, finish him. Go finish him. I love it. Hey, this guy felt it. He felt the block. Thought he was going to get off to make the tackle. No, no. Drummond takes you and receives it, fine sir, as he puts you down into the turf. Look, all he sees is a little glare from the mask. Like, oh, can I get the no, dog? I can't. No, I can't. Mom, don't look. Turn away. Turn away. Flat weed. Oh, yeah. Get it. Get it. You got to love it. Little Right here. Oh, I heard him. I heard him right there. Steering. Worst position in football. It worked. Yep. Everything yep. burned. Yep. Everything <laughs> burned. We're going number two. McCallan, McCallan Castle from yeah. Tennessee. How about this action? Takes him, runs him, and dumps him again. Oh. At the line of scrimmage, y'all. Starting at the line of scrimmage. Fit and finished him oh. and dumped him on his head. Yeah. My favorite part is the skip by the running back walking in, just walking in because this kind of blocking is going on. Rolling That's the rip. thing of beauty. That's two pancakes. Mr. Castles, McCaffrey right Castles on top of that. Yeah. Throw him on there. Right. Throw him. Oh, yeah. Oh, we got to set it up on the stage yeah, right yeah. here. It's going to stay on. Hey, and Pat Ricard. Ravens, uh, oh, Lord. I just oh, want you to yeah. just take him and dump him. Take him and dump him. Yeah. In the NFL, this is a guard. Fullback, receiver, you name it. Ricard is an athlete of all athletes. Finishing dudes on the line of scrimmage. Oh. That dude knew it was coming. Still can't stop it. And blocks two dudes with it. Yeah, feel it. Feel it right there. I see you, Ricard. Put your money on. Nothing better. Gus the bus said we're taking that thing in the zone. Put them down. Stomp them down. Three cakes. Oh, Ricard. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. They have been served, as always. My man. Wagyu will get his revenge in hour number two with security. In the meantime, as we continue, more reaction to the breaking news. Josh McDaniels out 
What the actual heck is going on in Vegas? The answers are next. Cakes on the floor. Cakes on the floor. So we got them. We got them. Oh, I'm not, I'm not oh, man, we missed Mr. Dog. Missed.